back to my podcast, Beauty and the Broken, a show about the women around us and the challenges we face. Whether you're a teacher, a nurse, a college student, a stay-at-home mom, or maybe you're just feeling a little lost, that's okay too. We all have our bad days and our good days. So sit back and relax while we learn what it truly means to feel beautiful, even if we are a little bit broken. people. On today's episode, we are discussing all the joys and challenges that come with getting married. Woohoo! And let me just say there have been a lot of challenges. So if you're a bride-to-be just like me, then I highly suggest you keep listening. But first, I wanted to say a big thank you to all the wonderful people that listened to my last episode and all of the positive feedback that I received. It was absolutely amazing. I did not deserve any of that, so thank you. You are also receptive and it means the world to me. But today isn't about me. It's about getting into all the nitty gritty of the wedding day. There are just so many things that I didn't think of. Like, did you know that on the day of you'll need lunch in your bridal suite because you'll be there from like 9am until whenever your wedding is? It's absolutely insane. There's just so many things that I did not think about. But we're going to get into all that. So I have asked some of the married ladies on social media, what is one thing that you wish you knew prior to your ceremony? So I'm going to let their thoughts on the special day take the spotlight for a little while. Shelly says, I wish I had known there wouldn't be enough time to eat because we are taking pictures, etc. Make sure someone saves you some food. You'll be hungry after that busy day. My mom actually sent me this one. She has probably been my biggest supporter throughout this entire podcast. But yes, this is a great suggestion. I'm actually doing a potluck for my wedding, so I fully intend to get at least a couple plates full of delicious food to take with us. But let's face it, we'll probably end up stopping at McDonald's anyways for chicken nuggets on the way out because, I mean, a girl's gotta eat, right? I do love me some chicken nuggets. Nikki suggests, going to the bathroom in a big dress is no fun and you'll require help. That's honestly a great suggestion. I figured I would need help at some point. Even during my fitting, just trying to get into that thing was a complete nightmare. And I was there all by myself, so I had to get one of the um, one of the seamstresses or something like that. And she had to help me actually zip it up in the back, which was a feat on its own, let me tell you. Because that thing is a little bit tight. Sarah commented saying, I wish I had been more assertive with others about when and how I won my wedding group photos taken. Time of arrival, who was in them, and how they looked. I completely agree with this one. Unfortunately, I'm one of those people that likes to be in control of everything as I have learned throughout this entire wedding planning journey. I did not used to be the control freak that I am now and it kind of worries me a little bit. But, you know, maybe that's just the wedding jitters and, you know, whatnot. That probably just stems from years of being late to school events and believe me, my mama tried to get us there on time, but getting an autistic 10-year-old to get dressed was no easy feat. This whole wedding planning thing has become a total nightmare for my fiancé. I swear, he better be the one because I'm not playing another wedding. I probably will actually go insane. Mary writes, if I had to do it all over again, I would have simplified everything. Yeah, I, I had a simple wedding plan too, but soon that turned into the idea of a full rustic Italian feast and full place settings and a hundred something guests invited. Have you ever seen that episode of Friends where Monica and Chandler are finally planning their wedding and she brings out the huge wedding book? Yeah, that basically became me. I found one on Amazon and boom, there it was. And now my fiance just wants to just go and burn the whole thing, which I don't blame him, but it didn't give me ideas as he may think it did. It didn't. 
It was just a very helpful tool to make me go insane. There have been so many times when I would just be talking to my fiance, just crying in the car, saying that we should just go get our preacher and get it over with already. No guests, no nothing. The Philippians 4, 6 tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God will surpass all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. We need to give all of our worry to him, and I definitely know that I need to. I've been an absolute train wreck. Stress is not my friend. I mean, I would try yoga, but I find stress a little bit less boring. You can't throw things during yoga. Crystal says, do things your way and make sure you have a good timeline so you're not rushed. I am a planner, and I found this to be just the thing for a busy bonnet bride. A friend of mine is getting married this weekend, so we have been planning our weddings at the same time. Well, she had an itinerary, and as I was looking over it, I realized that she's just a freaking genius. So she printed out hers for me, and I started crossing out all of her times and replacing them with mine. And after I had that done, I just felt this huge weight lift off of me. I didn't know how much I was missing until that moment, so I highly recommend plan, plan, plan. I think Bethany's comment stuck with me a lot. She says, go ahead and be mentally prepared for things to go wrong, because no matter how much time and planning went into everything, something will go wrong. Don't stress about the details. At the end of the day, none of that will matter. Seven years down the road, none of that will matter. I have been planning and stressing over this wedding so much to make sure that nothing goes wrong, and I get so wrapped in the idea of everything being perfect that I refuse to believe that anything will go wrong. But let's face it, something will, because it's a wedding, and like Bethany said, it's a wedding and that's just what happens. In seven years, I can't imagine being happier than I am right now, but I have a feeling that I will be. When my man proposed to me, I actually thought he was joking when he did it. I was sitting there at our kitchen table just asking him if we, if he was ever going to propose, you know, like how a pushy girlfriend does. <laughs> and he handed me this necklace and said, consider this an engagement gift. I just looked at him dumbfounded and I realized he wasn't joking. And to be honest, I didn't handle it like I should have because I wanted him to be down on one knee and, you know, do the whole traditional thing. Apparently it had been in the works for a long time to do it the way that he did. And looking back on it now, I can see how silly it was for me to be upset. So in seven years, he's the only one that I want by my side. Melissa says, spend less on a wedding and save money for a house. A wedding is one day. A house is a lifetime. That's great advice. I think so many brides nowadays are too focused on the day that they can't see the bigger picture. So to all my single ladies, if you're thinking about marrying your beau, just ask yourself if you're actually prepared to be a wife or if you're really just prepared to throw a big party. I always thought that I was the girl that was never going to get married because the guys in my life treated me like I wasn't marriage material, even though I knew that deep down I was. All I've ever wanted was to be a wife. Anytime I got with a new guy, I would create this scenario in my head of what life would be like if he was my husband. I would convince myself that he was the one because I was just so desperate for that next chapter of my life to start. I was fortunate enough to find my home in a man that I know loves me instead of just leaving when it was no longer convenient. So for all of my brides to be out there, I hope that you find that special guy too. And I hope that you find some of these tips helpful. Now that I'm getting closer and closer to my wedding date, I have been reaching out to more and more of my married sisters in Christ, and I don't think I could have made it through this without their support. They have been just so amazing throughout this entire journey, and, and I don't know if I could have done it without them. I highly encourage all of you to reach out to your fellow sisters if you're going through struggles in your life. I can be one of those sisters too if you'll let me. Just send me a message on Twitter or Instagram at Kaylee Hosts, and I will be sure to reply to you. I feel very blessed to have my new family, and I hope that you can become part of that family as well. 
If you found this episode helpful, it would mean so much to me if you could actually leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help boost those ratings up a little bit, just so we can get the word out more to women that need it and so that I can be there for them as well and that we can create this whole community around this because that that is my overall goal. I want to reach out and help my fellow women because we all need it every once in a while. You know, we can't go through this stuff on our own. You never know. Your review could be featured on the show just like these lovely women. But I will see you all next week when we take a look at how our culture has shaped our views of ourselves. Until then, bye girlies. Bye.